Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing Bromance, the Thai BL movie. This is the first Thai BL film I have seen. I have watched many series, but not a film before. There is just like a one and a half hour, two hour film. This film stars, and I'm probably mispronouncing his name, and I apologize ahead of time. Natach Serapongthong, who plays Bank, and Tirapat Lahanyan, who plays Golf. Um, the reason I chose to watch this film was I watched the preview for it probably about two weeks ago now, and I was like, I don't think I'll watch this film. But it did have Natach in it, and. I really like Natach. He was in Until We Meet Again, which if you have not seen that series, even if you are not into BL drama, please go watch it on YouTube. It is one of the most interesting looks at reincarnation I have ever seen. The acting is exemplary. The storyline is fascinating. I mean, if you want to have something that really kind of absorbs your time for about 15 hours, go watch Until We Meet Again. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, Bromance. It's a 2014 film, so it was created six years ago this year. Going on seven as we're near in 2021. I think we're all ready for a new year. I can see us punting toward the finish line of this one, hoping the new year's better. I mean, karma's got to add up, people. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, so Bromance, 2014 Thai film. It follows the life mainly of two characters named Bank and Golf. Natach plays Bank, and Bank and Golf kind of have a rough life. I mean, there's no real nice way to cookie-cutter their life because Golf has spent his entire childhood slash young adulthood basically living by himself since his mom died. His aunt kind of comes in and out of the house. His dad comes in and stays when he's not away on business, which most of the time he's away on business. So golf is kind of this, you know, very not cared for person. And he's a very rough kid at school. He's rude. He's he's not polite. He has some people who are around him who kind of you know, have some bit of community, but he kind of tends to bite their heads off. And so that doesn't really help to increase camaraderie for him. So anyway, he comes home one day and his dad is back from a business trip and surprises him with the off the cuff knowledge that he just got remarried. And oh, you have a stepbrother as well as a stepmother. And let's just say golf does not take that well. And so the family is trying to deal with this whole new change which even the aunt who sometimes lives there doesn't really do much, you know, in the house, etc., didn't know that her brother was getting married. So they're trying to deal with this whole new influx of two new people into the family. And I feel really bad for Bank because Bank is the stepbrother of golf. And he basically kind of takes it upon himself He's, I think they're about 18 years old when this film opens up. And Bank is like four months younger than golf in age. So for almost exactly the same age. But um, golf, Banks basically takes it upon himself to try to smooth things over for the entire family. I mean, that is a monumental goal. And the main thing that Bank decides to do is he's going, golf is the one who is reacting the most to this trauma 
And so I'm going to do what I can to be nice to golf. And this is really hard for Bank because golf does everything he can to drive Bank up a wall. I mean, if you can think about it, golf does it. And so Bank basically, instead of reacting to whatever golf throws his way in a negative way, he just sits there and he quietly handles it. I mean, no matter what it is, he just handles it. And this is kind of why I really like golf. Um, as the story progresses, you find out that, um, you know, golf lost his mom, Banks lost his dad, and they're both still grieving over those losses and the fact that, you know, both their parents decided to get married and it was all a surprise on the kids. I mean, that just, it didn't really help with the grieving process. Let's just put it that way. But anyway, they kind of end up having a camaraderie develop, and also they're the only two people really living in the house. I mean, the aunt's in and out, but it's kind of unclear as to why she's not there most of the time. But anyway, I digress. But um, golf starts to kind of pick up his act. He doesn't drive poor Bank up a wall as much. He basically, Bank kind of helps bring the friends together that are at school with golf so that they have a more tightly knit group. And also, Bank decides to come and sit in the same classroom with golf, even though when he started to do that, golf didn't like him at all. He actually changed classrooms so he could be closer to golf so that they could maybe mend this breach that was between them. As the story progresses, you find out that golf is starting to like Bank a little more than he expected. And I think Bank basically kind of liked golf from the day he walked in the door. I mean, no offense. And a lot of people might have trouble with this movie because they'll go, it's um, incest. No, people, it's not incest. Okay, we've had this debate since Jane Austen decided to allow her sister's younger stepson who married one of her relations to come stay at their house and everyone thought it was incestuous but there were no relation whatsoever so I really don't understand why people bring up that whole thing when if you're not related by blood it's not that so people just quit doing that old line I don't know why it just really bugs me because I'm going if you're not related by blood then it is not that and so can we please just all move on to the 21st century but anyway I digress people but I'm just saying so, anyway, golf and bank, they start to feel like maybe they care more about each other than they thought they were going to initially. Although, I still think bank kind of started from the very beginning liking golf. So, anyway, they're at the mall one day, and bank wants to buy these couple rings, which apparently in Asia, couple rings are a big deal. Um... In America, they don't seem to be a very prevalent feature. I'm not saying that they don't occur, but um, the only thing that I can see that is similar to it in our culture is if you have people that go through high school and then decide to go study through college, they'll give each other class rings. At least they did that years ago. I'm not sure if they still do that now. But anyway, I'm not seeing the couple rings. But in Asia, it seems to be a very big deal in Asian drama to have couple rings. One of the most humorous ones about this is um, the show, oh, what's it called? I will drop it in the description. It's about a woman who has a jar full of couple rings because all her relationships end badly until she ends up with sweet potato. But that is another story. Oh, I Need Romance 3. If you haven't seen that, go to um, 
Google it. There's a free way to watch it. Um, it's on an Asian website. But anyway, I'm just saying it is hilarious. But that is a side note on the craziness of some people's lives with the couple ring thing. But anyway, Banks is looking at these couple rings. And Golf walks in at, to this store and notices Banks is looking at the couple rings. And he can't quite figure it out because he thinks Banks likes someone else. Um, he thinks it might be this kid named Tom who keeps kind of stalking Banks and driving poor Banks crazy. Or it could be someone he doesn't know about. And this kind of bothers Golf. Well... Banks doesn't have enough money in his wallet to buy the couple rings outright. It's like 399 baht. So he goes to the ATM to get money, and by the time he comes back, the rings are gone. And he's feeling very, very bad that the rings are gone. So he goes out, does his life, etc. And then one day he comes home, and he had a little run-in with this guy named Tom again, who keeps trying to ask him to go to lunch, etc. And... Banks does not want to go with Tom. I mean, I think, you know, again, when when Banks walked in the door and saw Golf and, you know, they started living together, he's like, this is the person I'm going to be with. Dun, dun, dun. And, um, you know, Golf is really upset because he thinks that Banks wants to be with Tom. And the thing is, is I think in a lot of times, I just sit there and go, you know, the miscommunication can just about choke a horse, as we say here in the U.S. But, you know, also I'm just saying, curiosity doesn't kill the cat sometimes, and maybe we do need to ask questions when it comes to certain things. So anyway, Golf and him have a big blow-up because... Golf doesn't want to ask Banks if Banks likes him, and Banks doesn't want to tell Golf that he likes him because he doesn't think that Banks would... Banks does not think that Golf would ever like him that way. And so, anyway, Golf goes into the bathroom and has a basically disastrous fit where he throws things around and just kind of loses it because he thinks he's going to be losing Banks to Tom and he doesn't know how to stop it. And then he gets this text from Banks that says, I know that you are upset and you wouldn't pick up a call, so I'm going to text you and tell you that the person I like is in my class, athletic, and he's the only person I call brother on this planet. And he's going, oh, he likes me. Okay. And so he goes and he tries to find Banks, who has gone off to the one place that um, Golf told him he would take him, but never made it to so he basically spends a whole night <clears throat> trying to track down Banks, finally finding him and telling him, you know, if you would have just told me you like me sooner, this would have saved us a lot of time and we wouldn't have maybe been at I wouldn't have been at your throat for so long. And Banks is like, okay, this is weird. And at that point, the thing I think was interesting is, I don't mean it weird, and I don't know why it's in the BL drama and it's not like in the rom-coms. And again, I don't watch very many rom-coms, so you guys are just going to have to drop me a line at checkitroundtable at gmail.com if you know of a rom-com that is this way, because for some reason it seems to only be in the BL dramas, which I think is kind of weird. But anyway, that first evening when they finally admit to liking each other, Banks makes... Actually, no, I think it's golf makes Banks promise to always stay with him. And they make that promise, and there you go. And then a few scenes later, um, you find out that golf had bought the couple rings because he was hoping at one point to give it to Banks. 
And that basically, I don't mean it in Asia, it seems like the couple rings are kind of like basically, it's not like you're married, but you're pretty much married. I mean, that's kind of what I'm getting from the couple wing thing. I mean, or at least you're going steady for years and years and years. I mean, it's not something you just do on a whim. Unless you happen to be in the I Need Romance 3 movie and the main character. But I digress. So anyway. So anyway, their story continues. They basically start developing their relationship. And nothing inappropriate happens in this movie. I mean, you could definitely watch it with kids. So it's not that kind of thing. Um, It mainly involves them wrestling and being, you know just boys who are 18 and you know nothing terribly inappropriate happens so it's kind of funny to watch but I just really think that the reason that they seem to work out well together is because they both came from similar background and they were both trying to pick up the pieces because you know their parents were both kind of not caring people and they left their kids to try to figure out how to navigate both the parents' new marriage and also the fact that, you know, we have these new people in our lives. How are we going to handle this? But as it progresses, when they come back from a camp, um, they went to a camp for a, a little while. And when they come back, they're just kind of horsing around on the sofa. And they're not horsing around like, you know, normally boys would horse around. They are horsing around and messing around. And the ant walks in. And the thing that I don't like about the ant, and the thing that I don't like about this whole scenario, is people get really worked up about stuff. And you know, I can actually say this from experience, because I had something a little similar once happen in my life. And you know, the one thing that I realized when the whole thing was going on was I reacted completely differently than most people. Because... If I walk into a room and two people are just, you know, being wienerheads, and you know, it's nothing terribly inappropriate, they're just being wienerheads. And that's not a bad term, it's actually a term here in the U.S. we use for people just being silly or, you know, being passionate in really kind of humorous ways if you're observing it. But anyway, so... When the ant comes in, she completely loses it at both boys. She starts beating up golf. She starts beating up Banks. She just starts beating up everyone. And then she starts blaming Banks for golf liking him. And then starts calling him something that starts with an F and ends with a T, which I'm not going to say on this podcast, but is a very bad word for a gay guy. And the whole problem I have with the ant is, number one, It is really not the aunt's business. I mean, she hasn't really interfered in these two boys' life whatsoever until she walks in and finds out that they may be a couple. And then she completely loses it. I'm going, you know what? You really only have the right to even maybe consider losing it at people if you have invested time, energy, and talent in those individuals. If you haven't, you really don't have the right to come in and harass them. I mean, I'm not trying to be bad here. I don't care if you're family. I don't care if you're not. You really don't have a reason to do that. And the other thing is I'm going, they're 18 years old, going on 19. I mean, if you were really going to have discussions of that nature, then maybe you should have been having it before now. If it was going to be something that was no set in stone. So as you can tell, I'm not very happy with the ant's reaction. She then calls in his dad, um, Golf's dad, and Banks' mom. 
And they basically kind of try to force the boys to say that they're not going to be gay and that they're going to never be a couple again and all that. And the thing is, is I think that they're really just missing the point. Because the whole reason that the parents, the aunt, etc. are upset were because they were worried about what people would think of the two boys. And the thing is, is you should never make decisions on anything based on what other people will think. I mean, that's a really stupid reason to make decisions. And the other thing is, if you're dealing with two 18-year-old boys on any subject matter, or 18-year-old girls on any subject matter, the thing I love about people who are in high school and who are in their early 20s is they won't do something just because it's the status quo. So using that as an argument on an 18-year-old boy who also is emotionally attached to something is a really stupid idea on so many levels. I could go into a large digression here, but this scene in this film solidifies my point that if you're going to use an argument, don't use the argument, people will be ashamed of this behavior because that is not going to make any kid stop doing anything. And the other question is, I'm sitting there going, you know, they're both 18. They're both getting ready to graduate from high school in one year. They aren't doing anything that is, you know, inappropriate. And if they had been with a girl, neither parent would be upset with them. And that's the thing that makes me, because I'm going, you know, we shouldn't be making decisions based on what is considered, you know, socially acceptable and what people might think. Again, I keep reiterating that, but I'm just saying maybe it's the din mom in me, but the thing I'm thinking is, wouldn't it have been better if the aunt had just walked in and gone, hello boys, how are you doing? And you know, started a conversation that wasn't, you know, just trying to hit golf, hit banks, you know, hitting kids is never a good plan. And then trying to break up something that, you know, might actually be a really good relationship because think about it. You wouldn't have to worry about whether they'd be coming home to Thanksgiving dinner. I mean, for example, that's one perk of the relationship. I mean, I don't mean it weird, but I'm sitting there going, you know, if we can just all calm down about everything, the world would be a much better place. And, you know, if it's not a much better place, we're at least calmer to inhabit it. So, I don't know, but yeah. So this whole scene was just kind of a little zany to me and reminded me of how many people react to situations when they really should just sit there and calmly observe it and then go, okay, this is happening. This could be good. This could be bad. We are just going to observe it for a moment before we make any rash decisions that we will regret later. Because the honest to goodness truth is, is they actually are making a new sequel to this and the two characters five years later still end up together. So wouldn't it have been better for all the people concerned to stay very calm? And why did they have to be apart for five years? I mean, you know, if they really were going to have a very solid relationship in the end, then wouldn't it have been better for them to have just been together for those five years instead of apart thinking that one of them had died I mean honestly I'm not trying to be completely bad here but and that's a spoiler alert but as the story progresses Golf moves to the states because his father forces either him or Banks to move because he won't have them in the same house he won't have them even in the same country so Golf decides to go without warning Banks so Banks is informed at school that Golf is just going 
and that's it. Now, the one thing that I thought was interesting about this scene was Golf comes in, says goodbye to his classmates, who he's started to have more camaraderie with. He also asks them to look after Banks because he won't be there to take care of him, and there's really nobody else left because the parents really don't take care of anybody but themselves. So anyway... Banks sitting there trying to deal with the fact that he didn't know this was how it was all going to play out. And, you know, they just had that huge blow up the day before. And I forgot to turn off notifications <laughs> again. But as he's reeling from all that, there is one thing I think that was good in the scene was that golf came up and said, you know, the one thing I have never been in the entire time of our relationship is ashamed of the fact that we were both guys and I think that was important to do because that was exactly what everyone in their family was mad about I mean and the thing I don't like about that is I'm going it really isn't about them being both guys and I think that Thai films really kind of make this point pretty clear rather than like American BL films that I see because when I see an American BL film which I haven't seen very many because, again, I don't really like American drama. But they make it mainly about the fact that the person is gay. And because they are gay, they're going to be with another person who is gay. Which, I don't mean it weird, isn't really the point. The point is, is kind of like in the Thai dramas. There might be two guys that are together, but the reason they are together is because... They like the person, not because the other person happens to be gay. It's not really something where they sit there and go, oh, I'm gay, I'm not gay, I'm, you know, whatever. It's not that. They just sit there and go, I like so-and-so. I mean, if you've watched the Sodas series, there's a scene with Kung Pob talking about Arthrit, and he goes, I don't like Arthrit because he's a guy. I like him because he's Arthrit. If he wasn't a guy, I'd still like Arthrit. I mean, it's about who that person is rather than the sexual identity being everything that the film centered around. Which, I don't mean it weird, but as a viewer, I find that much more real than, like, the American dramas, which they don't seem to make it really about the people, the individuals so much as the sexual identity. And not that sexual identity is something that we shouldn't discuss, but I think more it's about the individuals in question and how they are as a person, rather than all that. Because it can get lost in the in the, you know, storyline. And I think that the thing that Thai dramas bring to this playing field, and I think the reason that a lot of people are watching them more now is because they aren't about, you know, Banks and Golf didn't like each other because they were both guys. But they also weren't embarrassed that they were both guys and liked each other. Which I think that's the point that I'm trying to make there in a weird kind of roundabout way. But there we go. But as the story progresses, um, golf comes back about a year later. And Banks has been having a really hard time. And he's so excited to see golf again. And he sees golf and golf has a girlfriend. Which Banks, as expected, does not take well. What he doesn't know is that that girl is not really golf's girlfriend but is just there because Golf's dad insisted he have somebody that looked like a girlfriend be there. And so, 
you know, it keeps boiling and festering during that whole visit back. And golf basically tries to avoid seeing, I'm sorry, Banks tries to avoid seeing golf through the whole time. And then it kind of comes to a complete head when they are fighting each other and golf is trying to stop um, Banks from running away because he keeps not wanting to talk to golf. And golf wants to let him talk to Banks so he can explain this girl is not really my girlfriend. Da, 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 da. But in the midst of all that, Banks kind of jumps in front of a car by accident because they ended up on a street and they both get hit by a vehicle. And unfortunately, Banks was the one that was hit the hardest and he's almost dead. Um, golf hurt his leg and had some other things, but he was okay. But as the days progress after the incident, Banks keeps getting worse and worse. And so his kidneys start failing and Golf actually gives Banks one of his kidneys. And then Banks goes back to school. He thinks Golf is, you know, over in the States going to school. And at this point, he'd be about, I think, 19 years old. When he's having his 19th birthday with the friends from high school, he finds this final gift at the bottom of this presents. And the thing I really liked about the birthday party was... Banks didn't open his presents. He let his friends open his presents, which I thought was kind of a neat touch and kind of fits his personality. But at the very bottom of all the presents is this tiny little box. And in that box are both the rings that Golf had given one for himself and one for Golf to wear and one for Banks to wear, so I mean... And he sees a letter in it that basically says, you know, a piece of me is always with you like I promised. And these are our rings back. And Golf knows, our Banks knows that if Golf returned both rings, he must be dead. And so he's left trying to deal with that loss on his 19th birthday. The thing you don't know as this show ends is um, you fast forward and basically, you know, Banks is at the end of high school and he's grown up and he's going actually to go see the grave of golf and he leaves one of the rings on golf's grave and he takes the other and he just wears it because he's like you know he was the only person for me I'm not you know and you know I think Banks is kind of like that I mean it's kind of like A and Pete and the by chance it's like once A sets his mind that so-and-so is going to be his partner, he's not going to be switching horses down the road. It's not that kind of thing. But anyway, so Banks is trying to figure out how to handle his life without golf and knowing that he's never coming back. The thing you don't know when this curtain closes is actually that was all a charade put in, instigated by golf, which I could really just hogtie him right now, as we say in the States, because that was like the lamest way to handle this because if golf knew Banks' character, he'd know that even if he were dead, Banks would not move forward in life with another person. I mean, it's just not Banks. But I think the problem was is golf didn't really know that Banks would react the way to life that he did. And so for five years until they make the new Bromance 2 movie, golf really, you know, just thinks that I'm sorry, Banks really thinks that golf is gone. 
And that's kind of how this ends because he basically sits there and goes, how do you move forward in life with your, you know, I mean, of course you move forward, but your person that was, you know, your most important person is not there. And, you know, it might be a death, it might be a separation, but it still kind of hurts the same way either way. And I think that's kind of an interesting way to conclude this. There was another series of um, shows called made, actually another movie called Rain Stories made, I believe. Unfortunately, I can't find it with English subtitles. So if someone finds it with English subtitles, please drop us a line. Because it is actually the one that comes between this show, the next show. The, the Rain Stories is the next show. And then we have Bromance too. So, and there's also like a little sequel to this that's like a 10-minute show that basically shows that Golf is alive and well. And all his friends knew it except for Bank, cause, Banks because he thought it would maybe help Banks move forward with life, maybe go have a partner, have a life, etc. that way, which it completely didn't. But, you know, we all have hopes and completely misunderstand people sometimes. But there you go. And I would give this show probably about, a, I'd say, at least an eight. There is one sexual reference that you might want to skip if you have kids. I'm just saying it's it's not terrible, but it is a reference. So I'm just saying it actually happens in a pharmacy. So you can just hit the button when you see the pharmacy scene come up. Okay. But anyway, I think it's in the shampoo aisle. But yeah. So I would watch this with most of my kids, except maybe that one scene. And again, they've probably seen people in Walmart behaving worse. But I'm just saying, you know, I thought it was a cool show. I really like the the kid who plays Banks. And again, I'm so sorry if I slaughtered his first and last name. He also seems like quite a sweet person in real life. Um, and I'm not familiar with the other characters or other actors in this film, so I really don't know what other things they have been in. I do know, like, a lot of the people that star in BL dramas in Thailand do several different series, and also there are some that overlap, so it's kind of neat to see all the connected stories. But anyway, I would definitely give this an 8. I'd probably give it a 10 if it weren't for the fact that I really hate that um, golf made him think he was dead, especially on his birthday. I mean, no offense, but that was really lame. And, um, you know, but I do. I am looking forward to Bromance, too. I think it's going to be interesting to see how they develop it. I hope that um, golf gets a proper sit-down by Banks, and then they work it out and, you know, move on with their lives. But um, I think it's an interesting storyline, and I really did enjoy it. I also liked that... You know, they had the camaraderie of both coming from similar backgrounds that were difficult. And, you know, they kind of filled in each other's holes with that. So I think it was a neat story overall. And I would definitely recommend it for watching with the whole family, except for the shampoo aisle scene. And there you go. And that is my review of Bromance, the Thai BL film. With that, Anna out. Bye.